the life after high school podcast. Jose, brother, welcome to the show, man. You don't know, brother. Awesome, man. Honored, honored. Oh, man, I really appreciate that. Yeah, Thank brother. you for allowing me in your home, in your studio, your subject studio, I should say. For sure, for sure. Man. So, I've had a few people come to me and say, hey, man, I know this guy, I'm Jose, you know, I like, he's like, this is his story. You should just check him out, and if you're interested, get him on the show. Okay. So, as I look into it, and my fascination is with storytelling, mm. and with story, and then with speeches and everything and just being able to tell a story or have a really interesting one okay. and that's what you're here for because i'm like i was i'm in love with the story you have to tell every like the documentary i saw it, i was like this is incredible like okay. i want to i want to chat with this guy in person i can't just be witness to it i want to be involved with the conversation okay so it's really inspiring to see and um i know you've talked about on other platforms in the documentary and other places okay what i'm curious about is are you able, and can you take me through kind of what your life was like, I guess not so much after high school, yeah. right? But kind of as like a teen and kind of coming into where we are now. How did all this transpire? And then I'll kind of like... Like right to now? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a long in a nutshell, but... High school, high school, those were the days. Yeah. High school was the days, but yeah, we were, uh, we were troublemakers. We were troublemakers and it, it, it went like both ways, right? Like I was doing really good in school, I had great opportunities, I was on the football team. Nice. Um, six of my teammates got scholarships to play in NCAA oh, schools sick. and I chose a different route. Yeah. You know, I was attracted and that was my path. No one was going to stop me from my path. Like in high school, we were robbing people, we were yeah. robbing other guys that were selling weed and stuff like that. Like we wanted to be yeah. tough, we wanted to be bad and we wanted to be known. And that right. just transitioned into adulthood. And then it's just at a larger scale. And now you're in yeah. the drug game and the same thing. You want to be tough and you want to be known. And no one is going to stop you. Right. Just so at a bigger scale. Nothing is going to stop you. Even you get yeah. locked up. You know, I got locked up. That didn't stop me. No. I went in there, same attitude. People are going to know me and I'm going to be tough. Yeah. Um, so it kind of becomes like a status symbol, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it fuels you. Yeah, you know, in that world, it fuels you. You get the, the respect level that you get. It's, 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 it's just... It's it's like a high, yeah. right? So, you know, did some time in my twenties, came out, got into the drug game, and that's where, you know, we were just flying high, man. We, we did it all, man. You name it, we did it, and it all came to an end in '07. Yeah. And, you know, in a way, I always say like, it was a great, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say it was a great experience, but, you know, we we did our thing. Yeah. We it did was, our thing. It was a learning experience. It was a learning sure. experience, yeah. and we did our thing. We had we had fun. What, right. what I thought back then was fun. Yeah. Um, 07 and all came down to end and, and it was like a load off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was able, like that was going to be an opportunity to recreate my identity because yeah. I had my, I had my mindset on a certain identity from maybe age 14 to 26 when I got arrested. Right. Right. And, and then I went in. So what I'm curious about with what you said there in what way did it feel like a weight lifted off your shoulder like you didn't have a pressure anymore you didn't have to live up to this 100 percent. Like, yeah 100 percent. like this identity this identity that wasn't really me but at the same time it was but right? it became yeah 100%. and you know like it's always gonna 100 percent. Yeah. it's always gonna be in me you know like sometimes even when i'm working out i'm working out with my son and right. and maybe the way i speak or my mannerisms or it comes out and you catch that though eh? and those now i'm conscious now? of it now i'm oh, conscious okay. of it when i speak yeah. to people and i know it's always gonna be something i'm gonna have to overcome it's kind of like an addiction it's yeah. kind of like an, like someone with someone who's an addict you know they yeah. always say they're always gonna be addicts 
me, I'm always, you know, straight up, I'm always going to have a criminal yeah. inside of me that I have to battle on a daily basis. Yeah. Interesting, except do you find more as you get away from that past or as you get older and as you mature and as we all mature, do you find that's like it slowly goes more away, but you're more aware of the mannerisms at the same time? Like the further away from it, the more aware? I don't think it's as it... you age. I think it's as you do the work. Yeah. Like you need to do the work. Like in like this last time that I went in, I went in for 18 months. Yeah. Um, and that was a time where I, su I suffered more in that 18 months and spent more time in solitude in those 18 months than I did in the previous years. And it's just kind of, wow. you got to tell yourself, like, listen, like, this is not me um and and it's just change you yeah. know you're changing you're gonna stop talking to people um even in prison like there'll be times i'm i'm back in yeah and i'm around guys that i know and it's the same conversations and i think that's relatable to everybody not just in my situation right. like you're just around the same conversations and there's something that just snaps in the back of your mind and says hey wait a minute like this is holding me back this oh is not yeah who I like am. people at work or maybe they're in a crappy job or their crappy or just you know you go out you go out yeah. with people to i don't know red fang and you guys yeah. sit and you guys are just gossiping and or, it's just or it's the same conversation and stuff complaining yeah. and you know what that can go on for decades yeah and then you're just wasting time so in my case it was kind of you know the criminal mindset yeah. and you know I'm, I'm in prison and these guys are all talking about how they're going to do it bigger and better outside yeah but i have different dreams man yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm 40 years old i have different dreams and it was just like enough is enough. Mm -hmm. So these past 18 months, I just really, you know, spent time doing yoga. A lot, a lot of reading. Yeah, um, one of my favorite books is called Inside the Criminal Mind. And that's a book that really sparked something inside of me and really made me conscious yeah. of that, that demon, that criminal what, side. What did it? Like, what did, what lit that spark for you in the, that moment, if you can remember? The fact that I'm always going to be a criminal. Um, that I'm always going to have that criminal side. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy. It's so easy. I can just... So that's something that I that that allowed me to accept it. Yeah. And say, you know, I have to keep that at bay if I want to achieve goals. If I want, like, you know, my kids. Yeah. You know, my kids are right here. Like, that's my measure of success. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so man. I was one. So as I was kind of coming here in like the last couple of days, yeah. knowing and figuring out when we were going to do this, I was curious as to. What, cause what you just said there is fascinating to me, where you said you'll always feel like, oh, I'll always be an addict. That's what people have said, yeah. right, when that's their situation. What do you feel is a good time after the decision, like, say, okay, you made, you made the mistakes, right? Yeah. We all make mistakes. You made yours. Yeah. How long after that is it no longer... People should be identifying you as a criminal. As a criminal? Yeah, or, how, or is it more just a personal thing and others, like that other judgment doesn't matter? Because like, what's that statute of limitations that's a on tough how thing. long? Yeah, that's a tough thing, right? Like, that's that's, what, I've, I've been fascinated. I've been that's something that like weighs on me. Man. That's something that weighs on me. So yeah. like, I go to my parole officer, right? Right. And my parole officer, the way he speaks to me, he doesn't speak to me as if who I am today. Interesting. Um, he doesn't like know anything okay. about, yeah, like he doesn't yeah. know anything about like what I do with my, like he just judges me on paperwork right. back in 07. I was 26 uh, years old, yeah. so he's still talking to me as that guy that you know was bringing the drugs off overseas the and stuff like that. Like, yeah. so that it's 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 it breaks you down, man. I bet you know what I mean. It breaks yeah. you down. So I haven't even come close to really 
really digging deep. Like, I haven't dealt with my shooting. Mm. I've never really come to peace with my shooting. I haven't come to peace with some of the, some of the violence that I've seen and, you know, living the gang lifestyle. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had closure on those things, huh. right? So, I'm going to the jungle. Yeah. You know, I'm, my, my parole is done. I'm state property. You know, I got, I got this on my... I'm state property with this. You know, they owe me for three more yeah. months with this thing. You know what I mean? Dude, so... Soon. After those three yeah. months, I, 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 I don't know, man. The jungle is calling me. And I'm going to yeah. just go live in the jungle for four months. I'm going back to Ecuador and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live in the jungle. And Dude. Just, I was so hoping you'd say the literal the jungle, too. Like I'm going to the jungle, bro, because I've never had that time. Huh. I've never had that time alone to deal with those demons, yeah. brother. That's, when I run, yeah. it's like a little battle. Like you're like knocking a, on the door. It's like a, it's like a little, I'm knocking on the door to that war that I need to, to fight yeah. inside of me against yeah. that. That but guy that's always going to be there. You can't do it in every day. You can't do, I can't do it that. in the society. Because huh. like I say, I got I to gotta see my parole officer yeah. every week. All right, you have obligations. I'm reminded. Um, you know, I have sometimes family issues and stuff like that. And, you know, we all have resents. And sometimes yes. three, my past is thrown, into my, thrown back at me, my, yeah. thrown into my face. That holds me back. You know what I mean? There's a lot of restrictions. I got financial disclosure, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but right, absolutely not. There's no way I can deal with that. Like I need to close this chapter of of that book. It's three months, yeah. and then I feel that I can actually move on. And there's just too much noise, man. There's too much noise in Sudbury. There's too much noise in Toronto. Yeah. Um, huh. my, I, man, and I had this written down because I was like, yeah, there's sure, another that. thing I was curious with. Um, let's say after this parole because you say it in the documentary yeah. you do say and i don't know if you recall saying this or where it's like freedom is your most important thing you've 100%. said that more than more than playing times 100%. on instagram social media yeah. right now freedom. speeches everything that's your that's your driving yeah. force but technically that's not what you are right now right not at all sort yeah, of it's sort of like like yeah. i say too freedom is a mind state right. like there's some people that are probably feel more trapped but they, they can feel go they anywhere. have restricted but they can go anywhere so physically ah. I am limited, yeah, right. But I'm choosing to be free, and yeah. I'm choosing to explore. Whereas other people, um, man, That's I guess a really good way of looking at. It. Wow, yeah, like I'm not settling about that. that. I'm not settling. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, it's I just gotta keep pushing, right? Yeah, for sure. Freedom is a mindset, man. Like even in prison, yeah. there's, um, you know, some of us are more free than than some of the jail guys. Like they're working 16-hour yeah. shifts, and you know, some are good, but some are miserable. Some are miserable and yeah, man. So it's and, and you can tell, you can look at them and you know they're not free. Yeah, you're right. going home, but you're not free, and you're gonna be working here for the next forty years, and you're gonna yeah. retire when you're sixty-five. So who's more free, man? Me or yeah, you? Yeah, and we were talking about that earlier on the phone like a couple for days sure. ago. It's like, man, that's that scary thing. Hundred percent. I'm 100%. trying to bring with the show and bring awareness almost to this issue that people won't yeah. society won't admit yeah. that there's a problem with that. There's a huge problem with that. And just right. like you know what man, you just made me think of something. So even the way I've been living now, like I'm 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 living very carefree, very no regrets and I wanna continue to chase my dream. Mm -hmm. And even and even if I don't accomplish my dream, yo, I'm cool with that. But chasing that dream is what keeps me alive. That's that what keeps that me young. Proper, I'd rather relaxed, do that than conform to a certain lifestyle. And I'm not saying like nine to fives and stuff like that are bad. Right. But some are I feel people enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Some some are if you what I'm saying is if you're gonna do that, then let it be your passion. Let it be, you know, a small part of your dream. Mm -hmm. But let's say, you know what, I give up my dream. 
and then I'm saying, okay, I'm going to go work in the mine or I'm going to go do something. Yeah. It's taken apart. It's taken apart of my soul, brother. It is. I'm yeah. losing my dream and then what kind of life is that? Right. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not one I want to live. <laughs> not at all. We don't need to live like but, that, brother. No, we don't. We can live a simpler life. Um, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Yeah. Just live a simpler life. So what I wanted to know was if what was the first thing you're gonna do with your complete freedom? Well, you answered it, Ecuador. Yeah, man, I'm going back home. I'm going to the motherland. That's that's motherland. That's my land, and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna eat their food and I'm gonna talk to locals. And that's one thing too about prison. When you do a lot of time in prison, mm -hmm. you're like thirsty for human interaction. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like even over here in Sudbury when I first came, you know, I would see someone and I would come up to them and approach them and, and, and talk to them. And, you know, people get spooked by that nowadays. Yeah, you know what I mean? People, people are not ready for that type of stuff. Remember, I come from a different generation. I, was, mm -hmm. I, I went in in 07. Yeah. So prison is like a time machine, brother. You know what I'm saying? You go in at 26, 27, your life stops right there. And no then you're living again. every day is the same thing. You don't get any like intel on like. Of course you get intel, but the world out there is revolving. Right. You're in prison and you're not really growing emotionally. Every day is the same day. Interesting. Every day is the same routine. So you're in for 13 years. I went in when I'm 26. I did 13 years. Oh, I still feel like I'm 26. My mentality yeah. is still like I'm 26. So much stuff has happened for other people on road. Wow, so you see all that growth and development in the world around, which is hyperspeed, man. 100%. Nowadays, it's hyperspeed growing with tech and everything, and then come out, and now all of a sudden, it's like, 30, dude, that's a long time. 100%. Come and out, I come home, and it's the technology is, is insane. Like, I didn't even have the first iPhone Jeez. from when I wanted it. And now yeah. I come out, and everyone's on their phone. I'm walking, and everyone's... Oh, man. So it's a completely different world. Yeah. You know, my kids call me the caveman. Christian, <laughs> Christian calls me the caveman, but... Yeah, man. So yeah. it's just um, what, man? That's insane. Yeah, and That's I feel insane. like back home, back home, back home, people are a little bit more social. People are a little bit more open to you know you going into a bar and sitting next to someone and drinking with them. And, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I just find it's a little bit different um, in small cities like Sudbury. I don't yeah. know if you agree, dude. With all the countries I've been to, my favorite part of the traveling aspect is the connecting with other people yeah. but it's a you, you can sit down or you can be in a bar or you can be at a hostel yeah you could be on a bus a train 100%. walking up a mountain with yeah, a group of people man. and go hey where are you from yeah. oh, i'm from uh i'm from uh i'll say ottawa yeah. I'm like oh i'm from canada and people yeah. like, oh canada yeah, you, know, yeah, you guys yeah, are so yeah, nice yeah. right yeah. and then people are like oh where are you from oh i'm from mexico say oh where no way where, oh i'm yeah. from sweden i'm from finland germany belgium everywhere and you're yes like, man i want to hear what you have to say like this is cool and then you can sit down for hours time goes like time seems to stand yes, still, brother. but three hours later, you know this person better than yes. you know most of the friends you've grown up with for 20 years. Yes. So you see what I said back then about too much noise. Too so much. you can't do that here because people are too consumed. They're yeah. too consumed in you know work and careers and whatever yeah. else is going on in their heads. But when you go on vacation, yeah. people are a lot more open. Yeah. They're more open spiritually, physically, and emotionally, right? It's insane. I don't know what it is. Like if you step off the plane and like the planes hold this time warp. I don't know. Yeah, bro. And maybe, and maybe that's where we have to dig deeper into the mentality of freedom. People go on vacation for freedom. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, that every it's that little, as well. Yeah, like, okay, we're going to work all year and we're going to take our two vacations and 
they're going and they're kind of free. Yeah. That's kind of like getting a pass out of jail, in a way. Yeah. For some people. Right? Really, you get to see that something completely new out of your element, way away from what you are used to. Yeah, and it's carefree that. living, man. Cool. Like, no yeah. bills and no phone calls and no, yeah. no noise, man. But I think the noises. To that, though, dude, the intention of yeah. why you're doing it, because you said vacation, yeah. and I don't. I don't like that word too much. Yeah. That could just be me. Yeah. But I... So, what do you call it? An ex... Not so much experience, more yeah. an adventure. Adventures. Right. Whereas, Adventures. But vacation fits with what we were talking about where the people who are in the rut doing the... Like that... We'll call it rat race, yeah. right? I don't like nine to five so much because like, I've done it. It's yeah. okay, right? If the intentions... Are, rat race is the perfect yeah. definition. That's, yeah, nine yeah. to five is rat race. Rat yeah. race for sure because it's... Man, people... They want to escape it, yeah. and they want to go on that, like you said, right? Yeah. That vacation for two weeks, it's a vacation from what they're used to. It's not an adventure. They're putting everything, they're almost getting away yeah. in from something that is their everyday life. Dude, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. that's 12 months out of the year. It's 50, what, 52 weeks in a year, and you're taking two of those yeah. somewhere on a beach? Like That, that just seems for like sure. an escape. And, that, and that's what they call it. They call it vacation, and yeah. they give you vacation pay. I don't, Right? Adventures. That's the way to look look at it. For me, I'm like, it has to be like, I think my first my first big trip trip yeah. that wasn't like you know with the family in Cuba like when you're young young young. Yeah. So I think it was to Ecuador. Yeah. Like it was to we did a two week service yeah. in Quito, or not in Quito. We did it in Los Rios down, which is an eight hours south of Quito. Okay. And. Man, we took this. We took this really small, like ten seater van, and there were eight of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like this. What kind of music like, were they playing? Dude, they're oh man, I don't know the words to yeah. any of it, but I'm like, this is I. I love it. I'm Crazy. trying to shazam it, but I don't. I'm not on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, the whole point was to unplug. Yeah. Right. So that's how we got the most out of that. But it was, man, like we started in Quito, we go down, and the only regret from that like two week service trip in the Amazon yeah. in the jungle, like you said, is. I regret not learning more Spanish. It's, not, it's never too late, brother. It is never too yeah. late. Eh? Find yourself a Latina. Yeah. Find yourself a Latina. That's the way to do it, eh? Yeah, for sure. That's a life hack for sure. Yeah. Dude, that's smart. There's a... Um, and do you speak... There's a language? Quechua? Quechua, yeah. Quechua, yeah. Quechua. I know a couple words. My grandfather yeah. taught me one, too. Interesting. Do you know where it stems from? It's from Where's Incas. From? It's from the Incas. Yeah, that's the language of the Incas, brother. That's huh. the thing I want to do. I want to I wanna go do the ayahuasca. No. I'm doing the ayahuasca, man. Straight up, bro. Four I'm months. That. Yeah, man. I'm, that's oh, that's where the battle's going to begin, bro. You know, I've heard great things about yeah. it, and that's what I'm looking for. Like, even me, too. Like, it's tough, bro. It's tough. Yeah. Like, the whole identity thing. Like, I've, I'm used to, like, I've, I've had this, I've held on. I've, I've held on to this identity so long. Right. You know what I mean? And even when I came out, and when I came up to Sudbury, and, you know, um, I delved into, into the legit, le legitimate world and, yeah. you know, started doing good things. And I saw success there the same way I saw success in the other world. Right. And it gets, it, it gets to your head, man. It gets, it feeds that old ego. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So I really need, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's tough, man. It's, it's super tough. I can't imagine. I won't even lie. Yeah. You know, dude. you think about it every day. Yeah. How easy it is. Money, you can, you can make it like this. So how do you how do you fight that demon yeah. in a materialistic world? What? Right, where everything's on this and it's this for that. 
And the bigger it is, the better, the shinier. Instagram, you see how it yeah. is, man. It's, 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 you know, it, could, it can consume you. It can. Yeah, man. man, have you seen, I think if you haven't, like, eat it up right after this, like the yeah. social dilemma. Yeah? Crazy. Dude, it's crazy. It makes I'm, me not even want to be on my phone. That's, that's it. But it's like, you kind of have, like, you almost have to. have to, but... You do have to. You, yeah. But that's what I mean like too. It. Like even even like talking to my son and stuff. He's like, listen, man. You go to the jungle. You, you can't like. You gotta leave your phone behind. And I know you will, eh? Or you'll. Do I don't your know best. if I will. I don't know if I will. But but yeah. I think that that's. I I have to do that. Yeah. You know, like if you really want to do that work and, and, and full and experience search and have that full experience. Yeah. yeah, you can't have your phone, right? Right. Do you think now, bro? Will you get a? Um, do you have like a system in place in your head? Like what's your process going to be like, oh, when you land, I'm going to walk this way. You know what I mean? Like do you have a system for kind of how I you're going to attack those demons I don't wanna... or get closure or what? I'm just, I just want to meet wise people. I just want to talk to older, wiser, even younger. Yeah. I want to talk to wise people, man. I want to hear their stories. I want to hear what they've been through. I want oh. them to tell me their stories, how they got through it. Um, and I think, yeah, just it's, it's, you know, the same spirituality that, that has been there since the beginning of the yeah. time. That's in the jungle. So I want to learn right. about that. I want to learn how, you know, those people have persevered, huh. and, and and hopefully they can give me some insight into what I need to do for myself. Um, Interesting. There's been so many fascinating people I've met, not just with like Ecuador. There is. We had a jungle guide named Ecuador's beautiful. Dude, it's beautiful. Underrated. It's it's like, it's underrated. Lad. It's just, there's some pictures I have I could send you after. Yeah, please, Alex. It's the Alex, land Alex. of volcanoes, man. We got the Amazon. We yeah. got beach. We it's got the, the mountain regions. It's it's incredible. It was one of those things, man. Those roads though. The roads are the scary. Roads are, they're terrifying. The roads are scary, it's, man. One false turn and you're and it's not just like you're off a rock cliff and you see the next road no, there and if you land the right the way, you're good to keep going. Yeah, you don't even see the floor. No, you know, not, yeah. and it's all fog. Man, I have so many cool photos. It's, that was... I'm <coughs> glad you got to experience that, brother. Me too, and that's yeah. why when like I saw, like, I think it was the Ecuadorian yeah. flag in yeah. your like in your Instagram yeah. name or in the bio of it, and I was like, that is. Yeah. I want to get to, I want to hear about this. Yeah, 100%, Man. brother. It's like, how young were you when you left? No, I was born here. Yeah, I was born in Toronto. Yeah, I was born in Toronto. But, uh, yeah, my parents came in '74. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I have an older sister. They yeah. came. They worked their asses off, and um, yeah, man, grew up in inner city Toronto. Yeah. Got kicked out of a whole bunch of schools in Toronto. I finally went to to Forest Hill, Jewish oh, okay, Jewish yeah. kid, I, Jewish school. I changed my license. I had to change my license um, in the district yeah. so I can go to that school. And finally graduated yeah. from high school and. And yeah, and then and that's the thing, man. When high school is done, that's when real life starts. And in high school, you have these dreams. You have these dreams. Like in school, like my dreams when I was in high school was, you know, always from young I was working at a nonprofit in Christie Pitts. Yeah. Um, writing, drama. I was in drama class. I would sing. I would sing solos um, in high school. So what happened to that? High school ended and adult mm -hmm. life came. I had, a, I had a kid at 19. Yeah. Had a kid at 19, you know, started hustling, um, became an adult super quick. Forgot about those dreams, man. Forgot about the realness and the pureness of, of those high school dreams. 
And mm-hmm. right now is now I'm trying to relive that. And you find those dreams, like when do they start to catch up to you so that you realize, oh, I got to act on these. Prison, prison, yeah. prison. There were a lot of things that happened in prison that, that, you know, kind of lit that, lit that spark. And, and especially with the public speaking, like I joined Toastmasters in prison. Yeah. In the penitentiary. Right? It was so in it was prison. Like, started that, eh? So it's like, wow, like these are outlets. Like I said, again, I don't want to be in the yard having yeah. the same conversations. How'd you, yeah, how'd you get into that in prison though? That almost seems... It's volunteers, man. There's volunteers that dedicate their time that come in and, and, and want to help guys. They got writing groups. They oh, have a lot kidding. of, they got a lot of good groups, right? So, um, yeah, man, those were the things I took advantage of. And again, it lit that spark. Yeah. And it kind of um, gave me, gave me flashbacks to who I was in high school. The mm-hmm. real me, yeah. the writer, um, the kid that would laugh a lot, the yeah, kid the that singer, would joke a lot, like, the yeah. singer, the drama, yeah. the acting, and that's what I want to get back in. And it's it, again, it's not. I'm not looking for success, mm-hmm. but I want to chase that dream because it makes me feel alive, and maybe even inspire my kids right. to follow that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and sharing the story, which is like and the majority of it. Story, yeah, because yeah, it's sharing a, my story. It's a crazy, and, cool, like interesting story to pick apart. And like, yeah, bro, I feel like I about. have to. Like, I'm here. I'm, I'm alive. Absolutely. I shouldn't be here. And it's not even just the shooting. Yeah, way more stuff have happened before that that I shouldn't be here talking to you, brother. Right. I made it to forty, man, in in, in a world that you know kids are dying twenty years old. So Jeez. it's like, I want to be able to tell my story and and hopefully. You know, people, if people can connect with my story and, and find some sort of inspiration, yeah, 100%, bro, that, that, that makes me, that, that gives me meaning, bro. Right. You know, keeps me going. I like that a lot. Thank you, brother. A, Thank you. Yeah, that's, right. just, that's just what it is, you know. Oh, and I'm grateful you're able to yeah. be comfortable enough or at least confident enough and secure enough with what you've gone through to be able to tell it. Because like you said, the reason you want to go, right? Yeah. To the Amazon, you said, meet wise people, hear cool stories. Old or young, doesn't matter, you want to hear them all. Right? For sure. And that's, that's what you're doing. And that's what I'm trying to bring for other people as well. That's how we linked up. I'm like, man, yeah, everybody's, man. right? It's For sure. And I was, that's... same thing with Jenna, like my, uh, like a couple of days ago. Yeah. That was, that was my whole thing. That was her whole thing. It was like, she would go to coffee shops. And this might be a cool thing. Yeah. Or maybe some. And you, talk to you, people. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. No, that. But, but see, that's what the world needs, no bro. I love it. The world, especially at this time, needs to see different perspectives. Yeah. Needs to see different perspectives. Well, we can't because everything's so limited. So exactly. it's like you, you go to a coffee shop, you're even saying, you're like, people are right. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It doesn't matter if yeah. they know you or not. They're like, I got to get a more, less intimidating face, I guess. <laughs> for Jen, it's easier. <laughs> yeah. Jen yeah, can much go easier. Pay, you know, for me. Yeah. But like, I'm working on the main mug. There was a, um, <laughs> there, there was, um, there was this, do you, like author if you've heard Malcolm Gladwell I'm okay, sure he's the yeah. man of course man. Yeah. Tipping Point Outliers um, Outliers Outliers I haven't read Tipping Point though am I missing What's, out like, no it's uh, the same it's the same, same it's the idea. same yeah it's the same nah. yeah it's the same as Outliers okay yeah, yeah. that's all I read bro Malcolm Gladwell they, Robert Greene Robert Greene has some crazy books yeah. Dude, there was um Malcolm Gladwell did, um, I guess, because Jen was telling me as well, she was yeah. like, with Malcolm Gladwell, he would, I guess a style he would use to get inspiration for stories, yeah. or even just hear stories, would go to a pub or a, um, what's it called, um, a coffee shop, sorry. Yeah. This might work as a strategy for you, like yeah. you said, you know, she's probably easier for her to approach people. Yeah. 
even though she says she's like with COVID, it's a tough time. Like yeah. I have a tough time doing that because yeah. I'm starting to like imply that technique a yeah. bit more for this exact reason. Yeah. Right. The storytelling aspect of it and hearing and seeing kind of what this guy Malcolm does is just fascinating. So what he would do is he would go with his laptop, sit down and just open listen. ears and listen yeah. to what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And you could even do it where if you don't need to get work yeah. done or you just want to be inspired. Yeah. No phone, no laptop. You're almost forced because you you crave listen. connection. Hundred well, percent. Right? I so, do that, man. I was yeah. just doing that a couple of joes the other day. Really? Yeah, man. Left the phone in the car, just went in there, and I was just observing. Treated myself yeah. to a nice latte, a nice little dessert, and and yeah, man. I, I feel that like you you just listen to people, and it's just like life. You hear people laughing, and you hear people arguing. Or I even had an Instagram post that I yeah. went to the keg, and I went there alone. The same thing. You hear people arguing. You hear some people laughing. You see some people smooching that are in love, and <laughs> and it's beautiful. Like we, technology, I feel has has made us less. Um, we don't observe those things. No, we don't catch on to the those no, little simplicities in life that yeah. are beautiful. That are beautiful. The simplicities of life are beautiful, man. Yeah. And that's what I think inspires me and drives my. I want to travel, like, dude. That's why I went. I went all across the country yeah. this last year, or this like yeah. two months ago. Yeah. Where did you go? I went. Van? Yeah, I went as I went as far north as Victoria, yeah. and then drove back with two like four. How long does friends. that take, dude? It was like two months. We did two weeks. Where would you guys camp? Uh, like on the side, the side of the road, road in, a tent? in a tent. Dude, we were just talking about Lie that. On the that's van, another. Dude. Like, but we were going to yeah. originally go to Ecuador yeah. and then Peru. Yeah. And we were going to like motorbike. Man, it was going to be sick. But then we're like, we'll settle yeah. for traveling across Canada. Yeah. Like you've been to Vancouver. Yeah. How nice is it? Crazy, bro. Yeah. Everyone belongs in Vancouver. Everyone. Yeah, man. That's like, the spot. You'll find out all the your ocean. people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I went to Vancouver and I'm like, I'm going to live here one day. I, I love sort of, Toronto. Yeah. Sudbury is beautiful too, but, but Vancouver is, is yeah. it's just a different vibe there, man. My aunt said something like, because uh, my mom told me, she was like, Glenn, your aunt's going to tell you and try to convince all your friends to move out west. Yeah. First thing she said, hey, so uh, you guys moving out west yet or not? And we were yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I guess I want to. Like, man, it's a sick place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Vancouver's unreal. Yeah, for sure. Well, you were there for Toastmasters, I was right? there for Toastmasters. Yeah. I used to go back in the day and, and yeah, just like the party scene yeah. and... and it's a nice spot and there's something about that out west and then that trip and then looking for it's like you're searching for that connection with people while trying to stay disconnected and just you're trying to live that's what it is to me it's a living thing I don't want to feel like anyone has that control over me and like control over what I'm doing it when people are like, oh, why are you going? It's COVID. I'm like, it's me and four of my buddies, yeah. and we're interacting with five people along the yeah. trip. Pump the brakes. Yeah. We're going to explore. There's mountains. Maybe people say that out of, out of jealousy, too. Yeah, I think you're you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I think there's nothing better. Now I'm realizing the importance of, like, connecting with nature. Um, you know, I, I notice little things. You know, yeah. I noticed the, the trees and, and, and the colors of the leaves. And, like, I wouldn't notice that stuff before in the city. In the city, you're just, you're flying, brother. Right, so it's yeah, man. I gotta do a trip like that. Yeah, dude. You, yeah. Like, 
I feel if you pick either a couple friends or if you pick, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna like, go with Marcus and Christian. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. And Rocco, I'll bring Rocco too. Yeah. I'll bring my dog for sure. Dude, I gotta bring Rocco. Dude, he'd love yeah. it. Yeah. You just like let him roam free in some certain areas. Like 100%. man, the pra the prairies they're boring, mm -hmm. but we were like, oh, driving through Saskatchewan, man, it is. But yeah. put it to one, it's speed limit's one ten, two yeah. lane highway. You could see for miles. Lots out of, of cops. Do we didn't we got one speeding ticket yeah. in. On the on the way back Damn. at like 4 a.m. Yeah. and like it wasn't me driving, yeah. but Weird. you, you yeah. gotta tell me the spots, man. Yeah, dude, there's a tell me the spots. I heard in the like prairies right the they border, get you over there, right at the border of Manitoba like, and Saskatchewan. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I heard like Saskatchewan, Alberta too, there a little yeah. bit. But they don't. There's no like cops. It's just yeah. like on uh, a camera. Oh, it's the actual camera. Yeah. Damn, that's that's cheating. That is cheating. That's, that's what cheating. I thought. I was like, oh, we're good for miles. Yeah, I put it to 150, hit the cruise control, and take a nap at the wheel. I hate that. I hate that. It, yeah, it wasn't, uh, Europe had a lot like that, but, and I was, um, so switching gears actually, yeah, for sure. So we got this, uh, we got this nice sign here yeah. right in the back. Yeah, man. 25, seven guys, you know, you yeah. Know. Anyone who's from here. Sudbury knows. Yeah, How yeah does, man. The G, it, was, it, it just, it just stemmed from pushing. I got the free, I got 25, seven from Floyd Mayweather. There was something he said. He's like, yo man, we go harder than anyone. Yeah. Crazy. You work 24 hours. We do it twenty five seven, <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, that's that's great," you know. And and yeah. fitness really changed my life. You know, I was overweight. I weighed two hundred sixty eight pounds. Um, never seen any different possibilities for my life besides Jeez. being a drug dealer. Yeah. And you know, in the pen, got into fitness, and you know, a lot of my buddies there encouraged me and said, "Hey, man, get into the training game." So, got into the training game, and when it was it was a success, and a part of me wanted to give back. And you know, we were doing good things. We were doing the summer camps and. You know, and, 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 you know, I'm not going to say that it was, that it's a failure, but there were setbacks, definitely setbacks, especially yeah. with me going back. Yeah. And right now, like my mentality right now is, you know what, I'm not in any rush. Right. I'm not in any rush. I want to make sure that I'm good first before diving back into anything because I have that addictive personality too. Mm -hmm. Once I dive in, I'm consumed and that's something that I want to work on also. Right. I need to find that balance. Right, but yeah, uh, definitely, man. I wanna. This is my passion, man, and I feel you know fitness should be free and accessible for a lot of people who can't afford it or don't have access. Not everyone has the money yeah. to go to Good Life or LA. Yeah. So maybe I'll even do some free classes from the jungle. Huh. But that'd um, be wild. Quite yeah. literally as wild as it could get. Yeah. For sure. We're doing a live run. <laughs> me and Marcus every Saturday. We invite people to join. It's uh, it's on Instagram Live. Mm -hmm. So if you guys follow me, Alejandro Vivar. Uh, underscore Alejandro Vivar and Marky VG, and we go for runs, father son runs, uh, Saturday at night. And it's and it's interesting dynamic, me and my son, yeah. because we have yo, we listen to the same music, right? You know, we go out together, me and Marcus go out together, we go to the gym together, we've even went on double dates together. And you know, uh. there are people that might find that it's not the norm, no, but no, you know, the way me and my son are working through it is like, yo, I'm with you every day, like, yeah. I wish. I had my pops to be like, yo, dad, let's go for a job. Yeah. Or let's go live together. The dynamic works. The dynamic works. And, yeah. you know, I would even say that we're, we're more friends than it's a father-son relationship. But I'm, but I'm cool with that, man. Because yeah. I get to connect with my son and even my younger son on a completely different level yeah. than if it was just like that. That's awesome. The way I was yeah. raised. You know, like we talk about everything we're open about everything and that's allowing me to grow and that's a part of me wanting to say like yo mm -hmm. 
got to put that shit in the past. Got to work on myself so I can be a better friend yeah. to my sons and have their yeah, back to the fullest. And there for them like when they need it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think what's and you've mentioned it on your Instagram before, but it's um, not so much. It's like saying all that's yeah. well and good. Now let's apply it because it's the application of the ideas you'll but have. But I think and saying right? helps. Like for me, yeah. saying stuff holds me accountable, helps me do right. it. There's an incentive to follow 100%. through. 100%. Like, like yeah. I told myself, hey, what am I doing here? COVID, I'm eating chips, I'm eating Doritos, I'm eating Haagen-Dazs yeah. ice cream. It's easy to get into a bad habit for sure. And then I'm like, what am I doing, man? Again, like I'm forgetting my <coughs> passions. What happened to running every day? So I went on Instagram. This was October 1st. I went on Instagram and I said, yo, guys, I'm running 10K every day. I'm going to post every day, 10K every day. Yeah. And me saying it, it's like, yo, I'm that guy. I'm not going to be that guy that says yeah. something and doesn't And you do don't it. just say it to two people either. You're like, yo. You're basically Everybody. saying it to the world. That's it. So Anyone that helped it? me. That yeah. really, you know, like, like going on Instagram and saying that really helped push me yeah. to do that. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like, that, like if you're using social media for, for that type of stuff, it's, it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. um, even in terms of the time. Like sometimes, you know, we're on Instagram for about an hour. I'd rather be putting stuff out than watching. Right. You'd rather be That's just my a creator than a consumer 100% and that's that that's and everyone can do that's that it. it's everyone can do that so stupidly easy man show whatever no other man. Way show that. yeah show the little the little um your plants show us what you cooked tell us your thoughts your story some like everyone has a story inspiration or some because there's a there's that fine line though right like there's if it's good you're motivating people you're inspiring people you're mm. But you're also, when you're doing it, there's a way you're doing it where, and buddy Nick, yeah. right? Mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, savage, right? Hard that worker. Beast right there. Such a good dude. Hardest worker. Like, oh, he's but, the man. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> and he's, uh, but he's just, he's not just telling you to do it. Yeah. You're not just telling me to go for it. Yeah. I haven't run more since I started following you. Like, ah, I just, I'll run a couple times a week. That's what I'm talking about. I have, like, about, a brother. busy schedule, right? You know, we're trying to, about, like, yeah, make cool. contact, and it's like, well, dude, I'm, I'm like, I'll work, like, 10, 12 hours, and then I'll go train jiu-jitsu for two, and I'll play guitar, and, like, I got a girlfriend, yeah. so I got to take, like, she takes priority over yeah, something yeah, yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. right? So, it's, but I'm like, the show, like, I got to do the show, yeah. and I got to prep for this, I got to be ready for everything. And so, I find doing that, and then it's, He's like, man, he's putting it out there. Yeah. He's like, hey, boom, you're doing the same thing. You're yeah. telling people you're able to be accountable for that. And like, I'm now, I'm like, okay, I can get a run in a week and then post that. You brother. did it. You did post it. Post that. Day. Let's share it, man. Like you're, yeah. I should. Like, yeah. you're, uh, you, you did it the other day. You said, like, these are my benefits yeah. from why you're running so much. Like, yeah. You're like, I'm like, just, you're like, you're just over 200 pounds. Yeah. Like, do you say you, what, you used to be 260? I was 268. That's Those ridiculous. Those that's such a big yeah. drop, man. Like, I don't think people realize how yeah. big of a I'm going to post is. some pictures. That's sick. Yeah, do it before. Pictures, I, man. Wow. Fat drug dealer. That'd be sick. Fat drug dealer. Lobsters and fettuccine. Lobsters and fettuccine. Damn, bro. That does sound delicious, though, despite the scenario. It's delicious, you know? but, you know, two in the morning, three in the morning after the club. Yeah. It's not, not good, brother. Not the great. It adds up quick. Oof. But, dude, that's, um, yeah, that's something I'm doing, and then, Seeing you guys do it, and then seeing, I'm like, I can run. It's like Jose's running. Why can't I run? I'm yeah. very, I'm very competitive that way. And like I, and that's that's it. It's like, oh, buddy's running. Why yeah. are these? It's like it's not so much of like a negative where like, oh, no, they're not better. It's, it's a fuel. Yeah, it's like, like I, 
it's motivating and motion motivation kicks that hundred gear like it puts that car in a drive yeah, man. and then the discipline kind well, of well it's takes like over. having it's it's having accountability partners like even yeah. you know on on the nike run app or on strava yeah. um you know i'll see somebody pass me and they just ran 18k and it's 10 30 at night i'm like you know what man i'm going for a run yeah you yeah like, but you go and and yeah. running man I don't know what it is about running but you gain so much insight um, you feel free and it also like it, it allows you to deal it allows you to be okay with pain man it does it's it allow, weird it how it does put, it yeah though. it's weird how it little by little you get stronger and yeah. and, and, and and you get more tolerant to pain bro mm -hmm. and you love it that's where the height comes from I think yeah, it's a, because man, I found, well, I want to talk to you about this, was with the running aspect of yeah. it, I'll feel all well and good, yeah. but then you get to that, like, 40% mark, where you're not yeah. quite at that hump, but it's like, I'll run 5 to 7K, okay. right, like, yeah. once a week, Okay. but I'm at, like, K number 4, 3.5, and, and that's where you're feeling it? And it starts to kick, and then you're like, alright, I'm just shy of halfway, yeah. and then that's where that switch goes where it's now all the motivation's gone yeah it's like i could stop right now if i wanted yeah. and i will have said i will have accomplished a run yeah but i'm like the discipline to keep chasing i think is what 100 percent. what keeps 10k going. honestly should be a standard man 10k back yeah. in the day people fair. were running yeah 10k should be a standard i think man. Yeah. but what motivates me like you know i'm doing 400k this month so i, I do two 10ks i do one in the morning one at night yeah. um but the people that inspire me, there's guys running ultras, man. I have friends yeah. that are doing 100 mile, 100 kilometer runs. They're running 16, 18 hours. Jeez. And I see how they do it. And it's just like, wow, like the human body is capable it's of anything. Crazy. And it's, yeah, it's one of those things that you want to cross off the list too. You want to be Absolutely. able to say, hey, I ran an ultra and hey, you yeah. know, I, right? Do you have one of those goals? Like our ultra An ultra marathon, marathon absolutely. Triathlon, triathlon absolutely, yeah. man. Um, I'm gonna just run a marathon myself in January. Oh wow, nice! So I'm gonna try to get it under three and a half, three and a half. My best time is three sixteen fifty six. Wow, but, um, that's quick. Know, for sure, that's quick. For sure, I weighed yeah, one ninety five at that time, but easy, yeah. right? So I don't want to lose too much weight. One ninety five. You know what? If I get under three and a half, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah. nice. I'll be good. But running, guys, you know, you got to get out there, run. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think people need to do things that are more difficult, just on average. Like, do one difficult thing a day that forces you to have that switch flipped where it's like, okay, now I need to go. Like, discipline's kicking. 100%, right, I agree. And, and yeah. it's, the, it's everything is just too accessible. Way too accessible. Yeah. Way too accessible, right. yeah. Could be a good thing, you know, like, you know, our parents were old and our parents would talk about us. And yeah. now I'm talking you know, the same way as an old person yeah. to my kids, you know, maybe the accessibility is good. It gives them more time to be creative and stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, physically, um, you know, I always encourage my, my kids and you guys need to get out, get off your asses, man. Do something physical, right? Yeah. Play some ball, go for a jog. And yeah, um, yeah man, it's beneficial. Right. right. Absolutely. And bro, there was something that my buddy, Dan, who was like, he was on like my 22nd episode of the show yeah. and uh, shout out to him he's a movement and fitness um like you should check him out okay for sure yeah i'll link you up with him but yeah, uh, for sure. he lives in ottawa okay. and he's very 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 articulate you remind me of him in the way of 
the way you articulate, he articulates yeah. his mindset, and he breaks things down, not so much bluntly, yeah. but just straightforward. Yeah. He's like, you're doing it wrong. And it's yeah. like, well, you're not like, well, it's not. It's like, no, it's, it's wrong. It's yeah. not correct. So I'm like, all right, cool. But he teaches movement and fitness, yeah. and his whole thing when we did the show together was it's not so much exercise, it's movement. And you 100%. said it, right? It's like, get out and just move, man. Yeah, man, you got to just get out and move. Don't sit down in your car for 20 minutes nope. on your way to work and then work for eight hours at a desk. And then sit down for another hour to watch TV or to eat dinner. And then you go to sleep. For, you're not moving much. No, you're killing yourself. You can't, even run around, you can't even run around the block. No, it's... You can't run around the block. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. You know, it's a problem. Absolutely. And dude, this thing was, if you... And like, this has now resonated with me. And I try to... I, I'm trying not to preach it, right? Yeah. Because you understand, so I don't need to tell you yeah. it, right? It's... I'm trying to preach to people where it's... what His whole message of, if you don't move it... You will quite literally lose it. Yeah. Like, like you said, you'll lose that ability to, like, you'll it just die easier. Like, you don't 100%. want to. Like, you just you'll whittle away. You'll feel depressed. Quality of life. Like, I feel light as a feather. Absolutely. I feel. I feel from October first to now, I feel so energetic, light as a feather. I don't even need as much sleep. Huh. You don't even like when you're running. Yeah, I don't. I'm good with five, six hours. Actually, but it's a better five, six hours. But it's a knockout. It's like you're out, REM sleep. Like you're like crawling to the bed. You're drooling. I wake yeah. up and it's like, and my body's sweating and it's just yeah. like, I just regenerated. Whereas before, you know, you're just, you're lying in bed for seven, eight hours, but you're... Yeah, you sleep for maybe four. Your mind is on half of the time, you know? That's, yeah. that's just the case with me, but yeah. It takes you further to get into that deep sleep and then by the time you wake up, you Hundred percent, Running with this thing has been a challenge, still, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I found a way. I found. It. I wear two socks now. Uh, we, so we I'll just use like one sock. Yeah, because it yeah. rubs, right? It rubs on the alcohol on on the ankle, even when I'm wearing socks. Yeah. So I'll put two socks on and I roll it up to just hold the ankle bracelet up, right? Yeah. Actually, well, I mean, dude, you got to. They can't stop us, bro. bro. Can't, they can't stop. stop us, yeah, man. Can't stop us, eh? Nothing. So what? Um, with twenty five seven fitness, and then. You were running, and I hope you don't mind getting into this, because no, I'm really curious yeah, 100%. about it. When you ran a boot camp, yeah. and I want you to take me through that day. Yeah, 100%, that, man. 100%. Like that situation, what you kind of remember of when you were shot. Man, listen, I know you want to get like closure from it. I the joint, cheers. super energetic, loving life. They gave me a, started working at Good Life. I'm peeping Danforth in Toronto. And I was oh, getting, nice. I'm just loving life. Yeah. But again, like I'm, work, I'm doing the 9 to 5. I'm building someone else's dream. I, I told myself, hey, what about my dream? What about 25-7? Yeah. So this was a concept that I came up with in the pen. I wrote a business plan. Um, we did, we had an entrepreneurial oh, program oh. in the pen. Interesting. Um, so I'm like, you know what, man? This is the plan. I'm going to start doing boot camps. Christie Park, my old neighborhood, yeah. my old stopping grounds. So just, I would I would jog. Same thing, I would jog. I'd have a stack of flyers and i just pass it to people. Yeah. Boot camp, boot camp, free boot camp. 8 a.m., 8 a.m., Saturday, yeah. Saturday. Come Yo, train. first day, Easy. 63 people, man. Jeez. Dude, congrats. I, yeah, yeah, that's I, wild. I felt like crying, and, and I and I told everyone, like, honestly, thank you guys. Like, wow. like, this is my dream come true. You don't, you don't understand how much this means to me. Three months ago, I was dreaming of this stuff. Yeah. And it happened. That's wild. So, gaining that's so crazy. much momentum, and, you know, people were coming from all over the city, all over the city yeah. to come, wow. and they were loving it, and... Again, it gave me that wow. purpose. But there was a side, you know, there's always that side yeah. that tells you, hey, wait a minute, don't forget about your past. Don't forget about who you are, who you were. Were, yeah. Right? 
So yeah. I don't. I wanted to block that out. I don't want to hear that. Right. I don't want to hear that. But yeah, man, you know it's 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 coming. You know it's coming, and you know I used to have people that would come and beg me and say, please, like you're putting yourself in danger, and I'd be like, and I even picked a good spot. I picked a good spot where I would have a good vantage point. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I was, I was still very strategic what? about it. Baseball that you could see anywhere all you could around. See, yeah. All around it, but you know what, man? Like a lot yeah. of people would come in and join in, um, and and yeah. I should have known. I should have known. The guy came in. He was wearing all black, super fishy. Um, but again, like I was trying to be open to new possibilities. Right. And I wanted to block out that negativity. I didn't want to live yeah, it was almost in too that soon, world. You think? Maybe. Or, obviously, you were trying to like. You're like, nah, fuck it. Like this is my dream. Listen, I'll be it. honest. It's yeah. a mis miscalculation on my part. You know, miscalculation, especially with what I've been through. But again, I came out very humbled, and I wanted to be. I didn't. I didn't want to be in that, you know, fight or flight mindset. Right. I really wanted to just have peace. And we were gaining momentum with the boot camps. Yeah. So this guy came in. Um, there was all, like I said, there was always a lot of drop-ins, and we let him work out with us. Right. right. But in my mind, I'm like, shit, this guy here looks fishy. And even before everything happened, I was gonna go to one of the guys there and say, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this guy. Yeah. And you gotta jump on him too. We're gonna like, just see what's what's going on. You gotta right? keep an eye out. But again, there's a, something saying, no man, you're just tripping. There's nothing. You're living a new life. You're not bothering no one. Mm. So yeah, I did some wall sits and I just heard something like firecrackers go off. And you smell it. Yeah. You, that's 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 yeah. all I remember. I'm here like this, and I hear firecrackers and I smelled it. I smell gunpowder. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, is this a joke? Until you're actually leaking. And then everything moves in, it goes in slow motion, and then everything just, and then it's pandemonium. People screaming, I'm losing my breathing. And yeah, man, that was one of the craziest, most surreal experiences of my life. But like I always tell people, I always yeah. knew I was going to go through it. So when it happened and when everything started moving again in, in, in fast motion, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is it. And I'm going I'm to survive. Must survive, and you know my son was there, my whole family was there, and if my family wasn't there, I think I would have died still. Yeah. My family being there, and even all the support, everyone from not one person from the boot camp, yeah. everyone want, wanted. There was a circle around me, man. When we got to the top of the hill and the ambulance came, surreal experience, man. It's not, it's not, it's not fun, man. It's not fun, no but kidding. stay in school, kids. Straight up, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a part of my life, and I survived. And, and what more can I say, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was something I was. I was not. Regret not. I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I wanted to. I want my whole point with the storytelling and hearing yeah. yours, is I want to understand the perspective that you have to share yeah. so some people don't have to live the experience in order to learn from yours yeah if that makes sense but that, I, I've learned I've learned the reality is people people like people don't listen like even the gun problem in Toronto like I used to think that hey we could we could fix it and we can change and yeah. you know what the kids that are hardened the kids that are doing these shootings they're too ingrained like I go back to me 19 20 years old I don't care if you're 40 and you've been through shootings and you were this or that. You can't tell me to get out the game. Yeah. You can't tell me to put my gun down. 
I'm making X two, three, money, four, yeah. five grand a month, a week. Yeah. How are you gonna tell a kid that's banking twenty G's a month to put his gun down and stop doing what he's doing? Yeah, there's, there's no, nothing there's no stopping him. Yeah, there's nothing stopping him. So even in my like, that's my path. Wow. That's that's, yeah. that's the path, man. It's kind of like destiny, you know. When I got shot, that was that kind of was was um, you know the end. I feel like it was the end. It was like a different, like almost a version. Or a character had died. Hundred percent, like that. Hundred percent. And it's like now, it was like a rebirthing of. It was a rebirth you know, and a reset. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <gasps> that's interesting. Yeah. That's wild. Mm -hmm. And that's wild to me. Jeez. I'm trying to. But that's what I'm saying. We have comprehend to comprehend that. Like, brother, without adversity, without struggle, like we're never gonna build character. Yeah. You know. We can't be scared in life. And of course, my situation was extremely drastic. But for me, and all the stuff I did, and the work I needed to do was necessary. But a lot yeah. of people are scared to, you know, face adversity or face judgment or... Judgment you know, is a huge... Well, nowadays, everything on this, dude? Oh, people don't want to say anything. You don't have to go far for people judgment. People don't want to talk about... They don't want to see their opinions or, or, no. or, or nothing. You know what I mean, they don't want to even post their pictures because they feel like... Judgment. Like you said. Judgment, yeah, but that's that's yeah. you're never going to be yourself. You're never gonna um, fulfill your potential. Yeah, and right. Then, you're you're yeah, in a bubble. Yeah. You're in a bubble, right? So yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, and I find especially now with social media, you're forced to almost, and you've done a good job of going against this, but you're almost forced to keep inside, like keep your personality down a bit. Yeah, like you can't be as like oh I can't be singing one day doing this doing yeah. this. You know, my buddy Devin's good at this. Where but he's why like, can't you? Like, that's people, what I'm saying too. Why can't you? There's the times, thing. listen, there's, there's times like I feel super sad. Yeah. There's times I feel like I want to sing. There's times where that aggressive side comes out. Like, there's mm. times I'm jogging and, and, I, and I get angry. Yeah. And I get angry and I want to express that anger. And I want to tell myself that, hey, yo, it's okay to be angry. I don't have to pinpoint it on something. Mm. We're humans. Right. We have to embrace those emotions, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And people are Absolutely. scared to show emotion. People are scared to be their their authentic selves. Like even me. Like, you know, today on Instagram I talked about crying. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I remember that. I would never have talked about that 10 years ago. Nope. Probably you know, not. That's no. things that I would do alone in myself. Yeah. Right? Because I would perceive it as weakness. Or now I perceive it as strength. Right. Because it's the confidence it. that you have to express that emotion 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. makes sense that's I, like i like this because it's eventually i want to do something with marcus too and i like how that you said cool. coffee that's what it all because that would be a that would be a sick thing is to get a coffee shop to yeah. talk to a local coffee shop and see if yeah. they would i just went to one on on cedar yeah um was in it front of rexall no there's one in front of rexall there is one in What's it's it called? called capo something oh jen and we're going tomorrow. <laughs> it's Capo something. It's an Italian, like an authentic Italian yeah. cafe. I know what you're talking. I know where you're talking it's about. Beautiful it's beautiful inside. The ambiance. Shout out to them still. Yeah. I think Jeez. it's nice that way. And I always tell my brother that when when he uh, or I share advice or suggestions yeah. with him when he's yeah. like talking to his audience on yeah. social, to almost uh, imagine that you're at a coffee shop and you're having like a really intimate conversation with. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that your entire audience feels like you're having a conversation with yeah. that, that yeah. that one viewer. 
yeah. each day. Yeah. And that that's a cool perspective because that the power of conversation, yeah. I think, and I've noticed it way back when I first started is the development of more so my, not so much, like not just the level of the conversation yeah. between my guest and myself, yeah. but the level of conversation changed where it now feels less forced. I'm not like, uh, uh, uh what yeah. do I ask him next? And you're looking at me like, bro, are you, like, you're 49 episodes in, and this is how you're, yeah. like, come on, you ask me, like, this is my time. This yeah. Is, and it's the power of the conversation, having that, it's a huge skill to have and yeah. articulate how you feel without, like you said, it comes coming with practice across too. the week. It does, absolutely. It comes absolutely. with practice. Like, I listen to guys like Joe Rogan and stuff like yeah, that. Like those guys know exactly what to say. Yeah, I aspire to, get to have that stuff. conversational ability. Yeah, yeah. They, get, they get you talking yeah. about, like, what people want to hear about, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's like some of his techniques. Like I've, I'll listen to his yeah. stuff and podcasts twice yeah. every episode. One to listen as I'm a host. I want to hear how the host is telling yeah. the story and asking questions. And then I want to hear, okay, now let's actually be entertained yeah. for the educational purpose or the or yeah. to laugh if it's comedy. Yeah, I think you right? just have to go to guys and say, listen, I'm your, just talk to me. I'm your boy. That's it. I'm your boy. We're chilling on the couch. Yeah. That's it. And that changes the mindset, right? Yeah. Because even like you said, like like. We can get tense and stuff like that. You know yeah. What I mean? And maybe at times, like, yeah, it has to just be conversational, like two buddies chatting, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what it is, bro, you know? And it's a body language thing as well with the, like, yeah. three-person setup, right? Where it's like, hey, I'm, we're talking to each other, but we're, we're trying to do it in a way where we can let the audience in yeah. on a conversation between ourselves. Yeah. Right, it's like, hey, you're that person. You're Malcolm Gladwell at the coffee shop listening to you and I yeah. tell stories, and then that guy's sitting on his computer going, Did, "Is he asking him about this kind of question? How is he going to react to that?" Yeah. Oh, 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 great follow-up. And then it's yeah. more. It's, there's an intrigue in the conversation that's sparking because yeah. of the skill that I bring and the ability you have to articulate yeah. what you've been through. For sure, and it's phenomenal. And I'm like, man, it's like it's intriguing above all else and I'm like I'm grateful that we were able like we're able to do this now instead of like if you were episode 5 I'd be like yeah. it'd be a lot of uncertainty in yeah. my questions where now it's like I know my preparation yeah. I know what research I've done on you if I say something that's wrong we've talked about like yeah. any keywords and then like it's come on brother. it's it's it right yeah it's easy. Yeah. It should feel natural, and I think you're the reason why many people, for this reason, I think alone, above all else, why they're like, "Yo, get Jose on." Was well, specifically, all of them said your ability to articulate yeah. what you've been through, mm. and I was like, "This is gonna be good." Yeah. So it's like anything. I'm like, let's just hear his story. I'm like, yeah. I want to do research, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to hear. Like, you got to yeah. hear the raw. You got to hear the rawness. Yeah, and it's more, it's more the natural. Rawness, yeah. Yeah. It's more natural, man. It's, it's, yeah, I feel like I still, I still have, a, I have a lot of time to go and I feel like I still want, I still need to talk about it. Yeah. But eventually I don't want to talk about it no more. Interesting. I want to get to a point where I don't talk yeah. about it no more. There's two sides of me react when you say that one i go i'm glad i got you before you don't want to talk yeah. about it that's the like hosting me the yeah room, like, hey let's yeah, yeah perfect yeah. perfect, perfect. you're able to sneak me in but the second thing that goes is i'm grateful that 
there like for you and being able that there will be a time where you're like that was somebody else yeah and that's whether that's post jungle post ultra marathon yeah. post like multiple location of 25 7 fitness right whether it's all these dreams and you're like man if i can do that while i've gone through all this yeah please yeah. you know everything else will seem easy for sure brother. and it's it's cool to see how humble you are with it and how comfortable and secure you are with the story and yeah. that like you're like man i make mistakes it's like i've made mistakes yeah man people mistakes. are scared people to talk mistakes. about their mistakes like i know a lot of guys too like i've been through similar situations mm -hmm. than me and, and and they're just they're ashamed like they don't want to they don't want to share that story right but it's so important because like we all have We've all been through stuff. Absolutely. Everyone, and we need to hear those those stories. We need to hear those those success stories of, mm -hmm. you know, someone being able to change or, you know, turn a negative into a positive, right? We need to hear those things, guys. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, do you have anything, as we kind of wrap this up, yeah, do sure. you have any message or any story you want to kind of drive home before you uh, plug your stuff and we uh, head out? Guys, life is short life is short and what I've realized from all the time that I've done and it's not wasted time you need to go back you need to find that passion you need to find everything that you loved as a kid and you need to bring that back whether you're 30 whether you're 40 or 50 you got to bring that back you got to you got to live life like it's like it's a dream and whether it was you liked painting you like to play soccer, you like public speaking, you liked writing, you need to do that and you need to you need to you need to put in work. You need to not just do it half an hour a day or make it a big part of your life. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's how I'm experiencing freedom. And that's how I'm experiencing a new beginning. It's 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 keeping me alive. I could have just came out and said, Hey man, like give up. <laughs> so just literally gave, gave up there's, and there's a lot of guys that just give up yeah you know what I'm saying yeah like, I'm laughing because it almost seems like silly it's too easy I mean like it seems more too easy than anything else it is easy to give up it's Way harder to keep going 100% yeah. it's harder to keep going but yeah man that's if, if there's one message I want to tell everybody is life is short live your dream um, and, and, and yeah live for experiences straight up you know, live for love, live for, live for sports, push your body to the limit. If, if you know you're in a physical condition yeah. to do that and communication guys, talk to random strangers, greet your neighbor. Yeah. You know, there was a time when people would leave their doors open. Like I grew up in an era where people would leave the doors open and you knew your neighbor's names. Yeah. You know, you would go over for a glass of wine or they would come and bring you grapes from their backyard. Like, you know, my, my neighbor used to bring us fresh grapes. It doesn't happen anymore, no. and and it's it's kind of sucks, kind of sucks. It's making the the, the world, the yeah. society, very impersonal. When we are naturally personal people, and we want to tell our stories, and it frees right. us when we're vulnerable and emotional with these stories. Mm -hmm. We gotta do it, guys. You know, we gotta we gotta we gotta share and love, and dream. Share and love and dream. Share love and dream. I love it. That's a beautiful concept. Yeah. Man, I That's really the new model. I'm going to get that tatted. I got a little yeah. spot here. Nice. You got space open for it. Right dream love. Share dream love, baby. That's it. Yeah, brother. My brother, where can they, uh, where can they find you? 
the guys Instagram. Plus. You already know that's underscore yeah. Alejandro yeah. Vivar underscore. And my son is Marky VG. You can also follow it. us Team Twenty Five Seven Fitness or Twenty Five Seven Fitness dot com. And you know it, guys. You'll see us jogging up Paris. You'll see us jogging through Bell Park this summer. So. You already know, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. me, bro. I appreciate Thank you, that. man. Thank yeah, you, brother. I really appreciate we it. We gotta go this for a great. job one day. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I'll work up. I'll work up to the tank. You let me know. Let me know. I'm there. You'll be the first person yeah. I tell once I'm there. Okay, bro. All right. Soon. Yeah. Soon I'll be chasing. Peace, my brother. All right. Take it easy, guys. Take I appreciate care, it. Take care, guys. Thank you.